It's HPR, All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence, wrapping up our latest episode of Off the Road. Find the complete series at hawaiipublicradio.org slash off the road, and that includes part one from yesterday with our latest guest, a singer who had one very unusual upbringing. And you might expect that'd be the case if your big brother is not only considered one of the greatest drummers of all time, but also happens to be in one of the biggest groups of all time, Led Zeppelin. Ladies and gentlemen, our percussionist, John Henry Bonham. Moby Dick! John Henry Bonham! Henry John Bonham! John is currently appearing in O'Calcutta in Broadway. One of the finest trombone players that America's ever known. Because you've never even heard play trombone. John Bonham! I knew him when he was at school. The Joan Baez of rock. The man who keeps Budweiser going strong. Bonham John Henry. Voted second to Karen Carpenter as the Playboy Paul. John Bonham! A childhood friend. Take a bow, John. Yes, we're continuing our surreal chat with Deborah Bonham, little sister of late Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham. And she joined us from London along with her partner and guitarist on the new Bonham Bullock album, Peter Bullock. Right now we're listening to their version of the uh, Ron Davies song, It Ain't Easy, which you may remember versions of from both Three Dog Night and David Bowie. we continue with John Bonham's little sister, Deborah Bonham, and her guitar player, Peter Bullock, on HPR's Off the Road. And you mentioned uh, Birmingham, Birmingham home to uh, Black Sabbath, and Tony Iommi, their guitar player, I understand, was close to your brother. In fact, your brother was his best man. Any kind of connection to Sabbath that people might find interesting? Oh, yeah. The butler was a friend of mine. When I got a bit older... It was after John had died, actually, but I used to meet up with Geezer quite a lot because he was just a couple of villages away, so we used to go to a little pub. And Bill Ward, you know, they were great guys, but I remember Ozzy coming up to the farm when John was alive. So they all used to hang out, um, but Ozzy used to come up. It was used to get a bit mental, you know. I just remember them tear-arsing through the fields on these quad bikes and... I was on my horse and I this pony. I was on my pony, thinking, "Oh, good grief! What's going on over there?" And you could just see them tanking through, and there was Ozzy and John having a race. And as we go to wrap it up, there's just a hysterical uh, video that I was looking at. It's Robert Plant. You guys are playing "Shaken All Over," oh, and God. you said how he inspired you. First concert was Led Zeppelin. And knowing that he and your brother were so tight, and I've listened to a lot of bootlegs, and there are times after Moby Dick or after Over the Top, when Robert is back announcing your bro, Mm. he gets choked up. He says, this is my childhood friend, and his voice starts to break up sometimes. You can tell how much he loved him. He's still like that. You know, when we did the memorial, we wanted to put it into the center of uh, Redditch where John, Michael, and myself were born. We raised excess money, a lot more money than we needed, so that made it so we could tie a legacy in for John with Teenage Cancer Trust. Because... I woke up in the middle of the night thinking John just wouldn't want a big piece of bronze of him. He would have said, don't do that for me. Put it towards a hospital or something to do with kids. Mm. I woke up in the night thinking that. And the next morning I got a phone call from Robert saying, you know, I've had a thought about this. And I said, is it a thought about John? Because I said, I've just had this same thought, you know. Anyway, as it turned out, we raised enough money. So we were able to do this incredible thing with Teenage Cancer Trust. 
But when it came to unveiling the memorial, we used an iconic photograph by James Fortune of John. It's real action. He's got the timpani there and the drum kit, and it's all done in what they call bas-relief bronze wow. by Mark Richards. We're going to bring this into the centre of Redditch on this plot of ground by the church where our family went to. And we're trying to figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to unveil this. And Robert said, well, why don't we do it in true Led Zeppelin form? Let's not tell anyone. Let's not tell anyone. Let's just have it appear. Let, let the con wake up in the morning to a John Bonham statue in the centre outside their church. So there we were in the middle of the night. There was a, one, one o'clock in the morning, this it, big 40-foot truck arrived with a big crane. crane. And its journey there, the sculpture was all covered in blankets. And oh. it was. And the truck was all painted up in Frank Sinatra. Yeah, Frank Sinatra, my mother loved and as well. And of course, well. John had tickets and a meet and greet for uh, his mother at a Frank Sinatra show and everything. So when this huge big truck arrives, all painted up with Frank Sinatra with John on the back, and of course, the thing was, Frank Sinatra came out of this show to get in his limousine and he saw this limousine <laughs> that was bigger than his at the backstage door. And he says, hey, he's got the bigger limousine. And he said, oh, Frank, sir, that's uh, John Bonham. He's uh, laid that limousine on for his mother to see you. <laughs> he's got a bigger limousine than you. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So John used his, so, his power to arrange a, because he knew that your yeah, mom... Yeah. Was my mom was sat in the green room waiting for Frank and he went straight out and was talking to the limo driver. She was yeah. so upset when she went yeah. inside. So she never met him. Frank, Frank was like talking to the limo driver says, hey man, who's this, this limo? That is too funny. And did your brother ever meet him? Yeah, John definitely met him. So for, 40 years later, this truck arrives painted up. Yeah, but that wasn't arranged, that truck. So no, it's just a great coincidence. Yeah, yeah, we hadn't arranged that. But anyway, it came in onto this beautiful green area and there was a few of us Robert was with us and and we had a few bottles of champagne and we did it on the night of John's birthday and it was on the night of John's 70th birthday and um, it's one o'clock in the morning it's now John's birthday Robert's organized these big signs to go up happy birthday John and there's nobody in the town it's just us and the blankets come off the memorial of course we just we absolutely bored tears were streaming down our faces it was just an amazing amazing moment Wow. And we took glass to him and we sang happy birthday. And we retired to some hostelry somewhere and the guy was great. We had arranged in true John Bonham style for a bar to stay open late. Stay open late, but, but was sworn to secrecy. Yeah. So we went in there and then the next morning people were in the town and going, oh my goodness, because yeah. there it was. And it had um, big signs and balloons and, and everything. We stayed in a little hotel and we went down the next day. The setting... There's a, a, a lovely guy sitting, playing his acoustic guitar and he's playing Led Zeppelin and it's beautiful and there's fans and there was a lot of town folk as well and everybody just taking this in and there's lots of lovely stories going on about John. And then I could almost hear John laughing his head off at it. It was a market day and this meat van pulled up. It's like a, a trailer that opens up and there's a guy, it's almost theatre, they have a microphone and they sell cuts of meat. Trace, training, chops, pork chops. Come on, come on. And then he said about the statues, is, oh, come on, what? Oh, look at it. What's this then? A John Bonham statue. Oh, Mozzie won't be happy when he sees this. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't a real black country accent, you know. It was so, I mean, 
Get your steak here. Oh, Aussie will be upset Ozzie when he sees the size of this. Oh, <laughs> it was just so fitting. I had this big statue, and then this guy just said, Oh, Aussie will be upset when he sees the size of this. The timing was incredible. So. That's a great story. I'll embed that video in your post uh, so that folks can see him singing with you, the shaking all over that I talked about. Oh, great. It was a great video. And do you have any other performance with him that, uh, that you look at as like an important part of your life as we go to wrap it up? And it could be when you were a child. I think him playing my sixth birthday was probably the best bit. <laughs> what happened then? My 18th birthday. He played my 18th birthday with my brother John. That was pretty cool in a little village hall up in the Midlands. That was in the February and John passed away in the September, which was awful. But um, yeah, that was a great night. Wow, your 18th birthday. And then you said he played your sixth birthday too, Robert did? Yeah, there was a bit of a gap. I think he was busy. (laughs) (laughs) You got got a great sense of humor and uh, and great music on Bonham Bullock with uh, Peter Bullock and Deborah Bonham. And fingers crossed that you cats can bring this enterprise to Hawaii. And I'll put a bug in the ear. Please Please do. do. Please do, Dave. It'd be wonderful to have you guys out. Maybe we'll even be able to get you in the studio. Yeah, we'll do do a a three or four week residency. All right, hugs, high fives. I hope you had fun. Did you have fun today, you guys? It's been great. Thank you very much. Yeah, have thanks, a really Dave. lovely day. And yeah, definitely. Next time we see you, we'll be in the studio. I love that. You guys stay safe, please. Wow. Very appreciated. Thank you, Dave. You take care. I will. Much love. Bye-bye. I don't know why I love you like I do, but I do. Lord, I do. I don't know why you treat me like